Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the Miracle Minded Podcast. I am your host, Nicole Sylvester, and I love that you are here with me. This is an important episode. I know a lot of you are going to feel like I am speaking right to you, and I'm happy about that because it means this is going to support you. It's going to support a lot of women, and there's probably women out there that don't have even the awareness that this podcast exists. So if you know someone in your life that this topic speaks to them, do them a favor, send them a loving message and let them know that this helped you and that you would love them to listen. You know, I am one of those people. I love to share information that is activating me, helping me see differently, reminding me, helping me have hope. The thing that we have to understand about being a human is that there's a lot of things that we suffer with and that we deal with that we'll never tell anyone. Now, someone like me, I'm pretty open. I share, I invite help in, you know, I'm down with all of these things. But for a lot of women and a lot of humans in general, it's hard to do that. We don't want to be a burden. We don't want to feel like we're weak or that we can't handle it or we feel that there's something wrong with us. And I just want to remind you that the things that I'm sharing in this episode are really human experiences. And that's all there is. We don't have to judge them. We don't have to make them mean more than they really need to mean. This is just a time to look at an assessment and say, hmm, that resonates. And if it resonates, then it's speaking to you and you get to just dig in a little bit deeper and make a shift, make a change, do something differently. The thing I love about being a human is that no matter what happens, you get to decide, do I like that? Do I like the way that went? How did that feel? And I want to make a change. And I love that we have the agency to make a change. And sometimes for many people, it can feel like you don't have the agency. I am here to remind you, you do. You have tremendous influence, power, and vision. And if you are willing to tap into it and know that it's here, your life is about to radically shapeshift. Are you down for that? It's the end of the year, and I don't care if you hear this in the beginning of a year, in the middle of 2024, when you hear this message, it's perfect timing, okay? (laughs) So let's talk about the five ways that women can be absolutely exhausted that have nothing to do with sleep. Have you ever felt this where you've been like, I'm getting my eight hours. In fact, I'm getting nine or 10. Why am I so tired? It's like that tired that's deep down in your bones tired. Have you felt that? Have you felt tired in the way where you're like, my whole life feels overwhelming, I cannot deal. Even though at other times and seasons in your life, like the amount of work that you're doing, the amount of tasks that you have to do, it's not that big of a deal, but suddenly it feels like you've been added like 50 things that need to be done. And your body is like, no, 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 no. I have felt this. Like as I'm speaking this, my body's like, yes, we know, we know, we know. (laughs) We know the feeling. And it's so important that we catch these things because if you do not catch these, it leads to burnout, it leads to depression, and it leads to sometimes dis-ease on some of these. It's like we, we just have to understand that there's this powerful device, machine, 
miraculous being that is our body. And it has so much to say to us. It has so much to say. But we have been taught to look away from it. We've been taught to be external. And we forget that all of this is here for a reason. So when we're living and we have high energy and we're like, bing, bang, boom, everything's happening. Yes, yes, yes. There's a flow. There's, there's alignment. Things are going good. And I'm not talking about when you're high on three espressos throughout the day and you know, you're on this like raging kind of space like that. I'm talking about when you really are in the flow and life just feels like it's flowing. There's life and it's speaking to you like you're on the right track. This is really great. Keep doing what you're doing. It's working. And then there's seasons, times, periods where there's no energy available or everything feels like it's hard, like you're walking on sticky paper that even with the things that you typically turn to to get energy such as going to yoga or calling up a friend or going to dance you know any of those things having a afternoon coffee with a yummy delicious thing in a beautiful place like the thing that usually gives you a pickup is no longer giving you a pickup like your tools are not working that's typically a big sign that something needs to change. So I want you to take a moment to just tune in. Maybe you even pause this for a moment. Close your eyes and feel in and and just feel without me even telling you what these things are. Are you sensing that there's something here for me? There's something that needs to be changed or something that I need to adapt. You know, this is how you develop this intuition. It's how you develop really trusting yourself, trusting your body and having this sweet space between you and you. So the first one, I wrote these down because, you know, it was just really exciting to do that. And I wanted to get clear on what I wanted to share with you. So the first thing is you are living in your head. Okay. So the first reason why you may be exhausted that has nothing to do with your sleep is that you may be living in your head. Now you have to understand that when we're living in our head, we're tend to be in a space of overthinking, overprocessing, making up stories, and we could be future tripping, really putting off our things into the future. So we're worrying. We're thinking that we know exactly how tomorrow is going to unfold. Next week is going to unfold. Next month is going to unfold. And really we don't know. We have an idea based on what has happened last Monday, last Tuesday, last Thursday, we have an idea what on what happened last December, what happened at the end of the year, what happens at the beginning of the year, what happens when my husband comes home, what happens when my kids come home. There's logic because we've gathered logic from past experiences. But I'm here to remind you clear and concisely that you don't know what's going to happen. And this could serve you or not serve you. This mystery could serve you by you feeling like anything could happen, possibilities are open, all things are well. And it could also scare you like, I don't even know what's going to happen. Everything's going to go to shit. Or what most people do is they're on autopilot and they're playing the same tune of the way they tend to think. So if they tend to think on the side of nothing works for me, I never have enough, it's hard, it's this, it's that, you live there. And it's an autopilot. So it's unconscious. It's just replaying, ruminating, headspace headspace that's very heavy now if you tend to be on the side of life is working out for me things are getting better and better and better i always figure out a way money always comes my way then you living in your head is going to be different so so much of this has to do with like what's it like living in your head anyway 
And I want to remind you that you have so much power on that. Later this year, or not later this year, my bad, next year I'm going to be doing a mindset course and I can't wait to share it with you. But for now, I want to let you know that it's time to take inventory of what it feels like to be in your head anyway. Is it nice? Is it depleting and draining and like naggy? Is it scary, like harsh, mean? And I don't want you to judge yourself. A lot of this has been picked up. A lot of this is formed between the womb until your seven years of age. And if you are not very hyper intentional about changing this, it just kind of is your autopilot zone. So get to know what it's like living in your head first and then start to decide to get out of your head. Not only do you want to fill your head up with new information and new ideas, something like listening to this podcast, it kind of breaks the pattern and you're like, oh, wait, 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 wait. I hear that voice in my head and it's cranky. I catch my head, my voice being cranky in my head and I'm like, stop, 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 stop. You're not me. No, that's not my highest. (laughs) So you get to catch it. But the other thing is you want to get in your body more. So I know embodiment is a big word. And I mean, not a big word. It's not a big word. It's a big trend right now. It's out there. It's hot. It's everything, you know, it's there. But embodiment is really just like, what are you embodying right now? You might be the embodiment of something that you don't want to be the embodiment of right now. So you get to decide like, what do you want to embody? What are the beliefs that you want to embody? And how do you show up as a better version of you now? Part of that is getting into your body so that you can feel more, so that you can sense like something's off. And to get out of your head, you can just decide to shake it out. Put on your favorite song, put on a song, put on drums. Drums are amazing, like search up tribal drums. You could put on um, EDM music is really great for this and just shake, dance, jump around, get it out, whatever you like. Also breathing techniques. So much of my work, and especially like even the embodiment free gift right now that you can get, by the way, by just leaving a review on this podcast, leaving the review, taking a screenshot, sending it to support at at NicoleSylvester.com, you will get this embodiment guide so you can just dive into it. But it's getting you out of that train of thought, back into your body, and beginning to move differently through life. Another thing is just breathwork meditation walking and feeling the ground beneath your feet, getting out of your head and out of that train of thought, it's going to help you. I mean, there's endless ways, but just know to move down into the heart. And if you need any help with this, send me an email. I can send you some resources. I'm happy to do that. A DM on Instagram will work as well. Just let me know that you're looking for resources to get out of your head, and I will send you some of my favorite free resources from my toolbox, all right? Now let's get on to number two. These are in no particular order. They're just all different reasons. And we're here to reason number two, why you may be exhausted that has nothing to do with sleep. So you are holding on to things that are making you sick, okay? Now right now, it might not feel like total sickness. It just feels like kind of icky, tired. I think of the word in the essence of stagnant, right? Like you're, you have things that are just stagnant in your life. Now, this could be something that you can't get over. A divorce, a friendship, a, a loss, a death of something, someone, a project that didn't go the way you wanted to. Um, you could be holding on to 
the idea, the memory, the way that it went down, the resistance of it, and not letting it go, not forgiving yourself, not making peace, could be making you sick and making you first fatigue. You have to understand that being fatigued and feeling low energy is a signal from your body. Our energy system is not optimal. Now, so much of our society is just fatigued in general and we're addicted to coffee, which hello, I love coffee. This is not a judgment. <laughs> coffee, I walk through the Whole Foods and I smell coffee and I'm like, you know that um, cartoon back in the day where it's like its nose lifts up and its feet lift up? That's me when I smell coffee, okay? But we can just be honest too. We can be caring confrontation here, right? A carefrontation as um, Lisa Nichols would say. We can lovingly confront ourselves at what is true. And we hold on to things that are making us sick. And as a society, we are just running on caffeine and stimulants and things like this. So sometimes we ignore this first sign of something's off. And we just push through. We're very much a society that pushes through. So when you're holding on to things that make you not well, you might not notice because you're just like, well, let me take this, let me drink this, let me just ignore this. And it just compounds over time. It compounds over time. So I want you to honestly look at where is there something that I've been holding on to? The first thing you can go is looking at your thoughts and is there something that you replaying in your mind that doesn't feel good? I think of Louise Hay when she says, don't you dare scare yourself. Well, don't you dare make yourself feel like shit. So notice when you're thinking and ruminating on something that doesn't feel good. You know, this could also feel like living in your head, but I'm saying go to your head for the first way, the first way to see where are you holding on to something that doesn't make you feel good. The next place to look is in your body, right? So it's like when you're talking to certain people, when you're doing certain projects, when you are in a certain room of your house, when you're wearing certain clothing, when you are going to do a thing and it makes you feel like heavy, red flag, red alert. You are, your body, your system is saying, hello, I have something for you. I want you to know this. I want you to get this. And this is really important. This is really important. So it's important that you get to look at this and know that you get to make a different decision. So relationships are a big one. You could be in a relationship that is just dragging your energy down. It does not feel supportive. It does not feel like a true union or it does not feel like a true friendship. It feels one-sided. It could feel like energy, vampire-ish. Know that. You could have a job or even you could be running your business like a job. I have done that and it is path to burnout. You're running your business like a job. That means you're doing things that you don't even want to do anymore. You're doing things like a job that you don't like, I should say. You're running your business like a job that you've been wanting to quit. You're planning your escape, but it's your business. You have total agency, but you're afraid to pivot. You're afraid to make a new decision. You're afraid that your income might go down for a little bit, so you'd rather trade your well-being for money. You know what I call that in money miracles? Prostitute energy. I've been a prostitute in this way, okay? Some of you may be offended by that, but that's okay. <laughs> But you just have to get honest and look at where you do that in your life. We can't be available for it anymore. You have to trust. You have to connect to source and supply. This is a big money miracles thing, right? So if you've never done money miracles before, 
I want you to know that Money Miracles is the course. It's not available right now, but if you want to get on the wait list for 2023, let me know. But we talk about this, we go deep into this, because when you're hanging on to anything, once it's expired, you're in lack. And I want you to think about what lack does to your energy. <sighs> Let's just all take a deep breath on that. It's draining, it's depleting, it sucks your life force. Because you're tapped into the belief, the frequency. You've, you've dialed a radio station that says, there's not better, there's not more, this is it. And when this is it and this is all there is, kind of sucks, kind of feels icky, you start to lose hope, you start to lose your energy. It drains you. You might not be conscious of all this, it's an unconscious pattern for many of us, but we get to become more conscious and now watch and look at what is actually depleting me. It could be the same conversation. Like for those of you that have kids, and sometimes this is even a thing with your partner, but that, you know, they're adults, so you really gotta tidy this up if that's the case. But when you have a kid and you're talking to them and you're like, oh, I've already asked you to do that. Did you do your homework? Did you do your homework? And they're still not doing it. I notice when I have to repeat myself multiple times, like I'll tell my team, and this becomes like a red flag for me. If I have to repeat myself several times about anything, I'm like, that was energy expended right there. We need to clean that up. I don't wanna have to check back in about the same things. That's an energy leak. So. We just wanna look at what are we holding onto? What are we forcing? What are we pushing? What do we keep trying to drag across the finish line of some source? Drag is the key word here. Where does it feel like you're holding all the weight? Look at all these things. The other thing is this could be a house. This could be a car. This could be a wardrobe, right? There's All of this stuff impacts your energy. I was listening to a story a woman was sharing um, she is a podcaster influencer and i'm not going to share who she is only because i don't want to butcher the story but the, the thing is the gist of the story was that she was doing a somatic breath work process and as she did the breath work which we talk about in getting out of your head she was doing the breath work she got out of her head and when she got into her body what she realized was she needed to move there was stagnant energy and there was like old beliefs and there were old things that had to do with her house that were that she realized were limiting her in some way. And when she moved, she found out she was pregnant just after her move. Now here's what I didn't tell you in the beginning. She was on, she was having infertility problems. Now, all you logic thinkers, uh, logical thinkers might think like, no, I'm not gonna move just because I have a feeling. I should just be able to get over it. But why combat the energy and the knowing deep from within that said you should move? Or you should move to a new state or you should quit the job or you should do a thing. I'm not telling you to make an irrational decision, but I am inviting you to explore what it would be like to trust your deepest knowings. What are you holding on to that is exhausting you? You get to know the way these things feel because there's an energy that just feels like it's tiring. I can't do this anymore. I'm over this. So my action step here is sitting in stillness and asking, what is it that you're afraid to let go of? 
but you know that it's time. And now for number three, you're in provider energy more than you're in receiving energy. Life is not all about providing and figuring it out. And what I've learned as a solo mama for so long and from being a woman that was never taught about being in my feminine and never taught about being receptive that I lived in my provider energy until I burn out. I didn't know another way. And sure, there was times where I was receptive in life, but for the most part, I was overthinking, planning, strategizing, figuring it out. Whenever something came time to like, you know, there be an event or anything at all, I would always want to take the lead. It was a control thing a little bit too, but it's just what I knew. And as a mother who was raising my daughter on my own for all those years, it was like I was just used to being in the lead. Let me figure out what we're going to eat. Let me figure out what we're going to do. Let me figure out where we're going to live. Let me figure out how to pay the bills. Let me figure out how to get the money for all the things. Let me figure out your appointments, my appointments. Let me figure out all the ways we have to get to all the places. And you could be a a mother with, with multiple children and have a partner and still feel like that. I mean, it's a lot. And you could have no children and just feel like, it is hard for me to manage my life, you know? And you might be the friend that just does all the things. You might be the employee that does all the things. You may be the entrepreneur that is over giving to all of your clients. You don't have the boundaries. So provider energy is great. And we have to be able to tap into it. It's part of what is going to make us money. It's part of what lets us be in leadership. It's part of what lets us be the CEO, COO, and all the things, whatever we are in our businesses. But we also need to know how to have harmony with being receptive. And really just take a deep breath, let it all go, and really lean back. Really lean back. This is one of the things I really work with my women in my programs and in my world, especially in our mentorship, that we're just learning how to do less as more, be more efficient. And really when we learn to do this, we start to notice where our provider overextending, overcompensating ways show up. Now, this is big because there's a lot of women that have partners, but the partners are acting like children, like they're just getting in line with the child with, with their children, or you know they're just not showing up. They're, they've never been taught, like just like I as a woman have never been taught my feminine. There's a lot of men that have never been taught their masculine, but at the end of the day, we cannot teach a man his masculine. That's not our work. Our work is to learn how to embody our masculine and feminine in healthy ways, and as we step into our feminine more and as we step into a higher standard and this is not nagging and complaining this is like here's the standard and here's what i require and this is these are my needs and this is how i'm going to care for myself you can meet me here or not that's your choice but when we do this it frees up our energy so the way i look at this for me is making sure that there's times where i am in that energy because I have to be like today for instance I set my alarm and made sure I went to a coffee shop before I had to take Chanel to work and I went there and I worked on projects in specifically specific time slots so that I was totally focused on those things for those periods 
And then I took Chanel to work. I came home. I made myself a beautiful organic meal. And then I have my phone calls. But then I had to make sure, like, how am I being, how am I going to receive? So then it's setting up those times. So after I record this podcast, this podcast was something that's on my heart. It feels light. It feels fun. I feel like I'm talking to a friend. Like, after I go do this, I'm actually going to a wellness place and I'm going to get um, some vitamin injections. I'm going to do some wellness protocols. I'm going to be taken care of. And then tomorrow, Chanel and I are going to San Antonio because we've never been. And we're going to be doing some, just exploring San Antonio, Texas. We've never been. So I'm going to get into receiving mode. I always say that I love walking into a hotel and I just love being called Miss Sylvester and them taking care of all my needs. Like that is a vibe. Now, we don't have to go to a hotel to get that. But you have to make sure that you're setting up your daily life to have time where you are in receiving mode. Even if that is just not doing anything. I'm not doing anything. But here's the thing you have to understand. You have to get clear on how you need support and ask for it. And be receptive enough to let it in. Let it in. So many people are living in this like martyr energy and it's like, I'll do it all myself. But then you're mad at it. You're tired, you're depleted. And then there's also not having the standard for the people in your life, the other people that live in your house. Even children is like, you know, at a certain age, our kids have to do certain things. So it's really holding that standard. It's like, this is what I need. And it really teaches our children too, to be able to hold that in their relationships with their children at work like your needs matter all of our needs matter i'm not here to sacrifice and be in suffering neither are you let's work together and keep this unit up thriving flowing and well because we both deserve that and moving on to number four you are not having fun you are not enjoying life you may be living like a robot doing the same things the same way on the same schedule and this becomes a suck for your life force so i'm a generator in my human design and once i understood that it gave me so much permission because i used to think that something was wrong with me because i just did not get down with routines i needed to travel more than many of my friends at the time I felt like I needed to switch things up. Like I, I like to move a lot. There was things that I did that looked very different from the friends and the people that I was surrounded with, you know, 10, even seven, five years ago. As I moved more into the entrepreneurial world, I realized there's so many people that are like me. There's so many people like creatives like to have a zest for life, like creative people need to be inspired it's like what is your muse like life is your muse and sometimes when you're living in a way that is just all work no fun it becomes like what's the point and i get it there's responsibilities there's a household to run there's a business to run but you have to remember why you're doing it in the first place like this life is meant to be lived and you're not a robot. You are a living, breathing, dynamic human that is wired to feel a lot of things. And one of them is joy. 
when we're living this way and we choose to have more fun, we choose to have more connection, we choose to have more play, we get out of the routine, we get to unleash and activate our radiance. Your radiance is important. So this goes with the provider energy, like the provider and receiving, but you know, these things are all connected, right? But when I say go and have fun, it's like switch up your schedule. Do something spontaneous. Do the thing. Take yourself out. Go book the trip. Decide that you're going to go walk barefoot and eat you know, a piece of chocolate cake, even if that's something you normally don't do. Like, what can you do? Go to a trampoline park with your kids or borrow someone else's kid, right? Call up a friend. They'll be happy to give up a kid and be like, thank you for this time. Like, what can you do that is like something you've always wanted to do? Something that you've been dreaming about doing and maybe you put it off into the future. Like, what can you do that is going to bring you alive? What makes you come alive? You have to get to know that. Because the routine is great when it's great. But I found this with working with thousands of women over the course of my business and really getting to know like where women were when they came to me and where they were by the time we ended our program together in our coaching and mentorship. So many women, when they first enter my world and they're being vulnerable about what's going on, they haven't given themselves permission to really live. They're doing what they think they should do. They're doing what they think it means to be a good employee, to be a good entrepreneur, to be a great wife, to be a good mom. And they forgot what it's like to live a freaking amazing life. And what I want to remind you is that like, you get to come alive. Like what if that became your North Star? What makes me come alive? And this is why it's so important for me that I'm involved with people that are living this way. And I'll tell you that my friends weren't necessarily this way before. It was like as I kept investing in myself, getting around people that valued their business, valued growth as a value in life. They valued living their best lives, but they also valued new experiences, spontaneity, adventure, exploring, freshness. They also wanted to come come alive. It's like we prioritize this together. Now I look at my friends, it's a whole group of entrepreneurs coming from different backgrounds, but we are like planning things. We're planning New Year's, we're planning, uh, what are we gonna do in January? We're planning, tr- planning trips for spring. It's like we're looking because we know Life is our muse. And how are we going to lean in and be inspired? To be inspired is to be in connection to spirit. If you are feeling uninspired right now, there's a chance that you've lost hope, that you feel like life is just kind of ho-hum, it's kind of flatlined. And if you're not willing to make a change, then you're saying, I want to stay here. I'm going to park right here. In fact, I'm going to set up construction. This is where I want to live. You got to be willing to do something different. And that's where you just have to be willing to play. It's not going to make sense. So how can you play? Maybe take out a piece of paper, take some deep breaths, and tune in to the things you've always wanted to do and go do it. I also share this. I've shared this in other episodes, but I have a thing where I'm just like, I'm going to look up places I've never been before and I want to go. Now, these are things that light me up. You may be very different. 
You might get excited by trying new coffees or like going to try new recipes. Maybe that shakes things up in your home. Like everyone is unique and different. Maybe it's buying games and like having game night with your kids because you've always wanted to, but you've never done it before. Like you don't really prioritize it. What is that one of a kind way for you? And that's the thing you have to get in touch with to make you come alive. So sit in silence and ask like, what makes me come alive? And write down some ideas to shake things up and have some freaking fun. Your radiance is here and you just have to unlock it. And it's, it's like hiding behind a bunch of things that have been kind of like robotic and rigid and routine. Shake it up. Whether it's your sex life, whether it's your friendships, whether it's whatever, what you're eating, let it be fresh. Fresh equals fresh energy, pop of energy. All right, let's move into the last reason I have. And of course, there's so many more reasons. There's so many more things, but this one is about your body. We're getting down to the nitty gritty here. This one is taking an honest assessment and asking, how are you treating your body? You know, just because you're living, eating, doing what other people do, it doesn't mean that you will feel the same way. I have friends that can go out to indulgent dinners every night. They drink bottle of wine. They're having cocktails with friends. They do all the things and they are energized. Like they are working their life and they're very much like doing the damn thing. If I do that, I feel so sluggish. Like my body does not like that. So we have to feel into what our body needs and be willing to give it the best that we can if we want to feel our best. You have to remember that feeling like a big energy feeling and having an energized life equals more money. Especially if you're trying to get the momentum to start making more money consistently, your energy is important. So all of these things, cleaning them up, getting honest, it matters. But taking a look at this number five is really getting clear on how are you treating your body? Your body is a physical system. It's like if you think about your car, if you went out today and you poured Coca-Cola and tequila and stuffed some other crap down the gas tank of your car, it would not run. Now our bodies are interesting because they will run, they'll just start to really become sluggish. And especially when this is compounded over long periods of time. And then when you add in environmental toxins and emotional toxins from some of the other things that we spoke about on this podcast, if you start looking at the whole of the thing, there's a lot you know? And what I want to invite you to do is look at if you're ready to really have a shift in energy, getting really clear on what you're eating, drinking, not only what you're consuming this way, but what are you listening to? What are you watching? All of these things are what you're consuming. So really cleaning up your consumption. Your consumption can have you really tired. Um, If I watch a horror movie, which I don't really watch horror movies, but like, let's say for instance, I watched Where the Crawl Dad Sing and I watched uh, Nope, both excellent movies worth watching, but my nervous system was not calm and relaxed through those films. And that really, I noticed my body. I noticed that like I could feel the energy knowing that I had high cortisol in that time and I had to regulate myself after. So that's something I'm consuming and it's impacting my biochemistry. I don't wanna do that every day because that's not really nice to my body. 
So there's that. The other thing is the food. If you are eating processed foods, there's a saying in the wellness world, like if there's more than than five ingredients, like it's a warning. So if you look at things and it's like, if it's processed in a plant, don't eat it. That's what people say, uh, experts, right? No, I'm not here to say that. I love a good kettle chip. I love having things like here and there. But if I want to feel my best, and if I'm being really honest about the way that I want to live, my longevity, my um, performance, my connection to my impact, to my soul, and like really just what I want to have in this lifetime. And with that level of care and reverence and awareness, how do I want to treat my body? So I'm asking this of you. How do you want to live? When you look into the future and you think about grandkids maybe, or you look into the future and you think about where you want to take your business. If you look in the future and you think about you and your partner, maybe you plan on like really being active 20 years from now and hiking Mount Kilimanjaro or, you know, going out on these long treks in, you know, remote islands and really exploring in order to live that kind of way and zoom out into your 50s, 60s, 70s, and for some people, 80s, you have to start looking at the way you treat your body now and really being mindful that your body is a living thing. It's not a um, trash chute. It is not, I mean, we know that, but like some of the times it's like if we're in our head, if we're in our emotions, if we're disconnected from ourselves, we can drink to numb, we can eat to numb, we can binge on certain things to numb, and we can also you know, go in the route of listening to things and surrounding ourselves and consuming information that also doesn't feel good to the body. So this is just your reminder to look at how are you hydrating yourself? Getting really clear, drinking quality water. For me to ensure that I drink a lot of water, I love squeezing oranges into my water. I get um, organic you always got to go for organic, my friends. Like if you can go for it, I get organic oranges or mandarins and I just squeeze a half into a large glass of water and I drink spring water. I'll drink reverse osmosis. That's, that's another conversation for another day, but I'm drinking this. This is just water with some sort of vitamin C, basically fresh, natural vitamin C. So making sure that you're hydrated. The other thing is making sure that you're sweating. I've shared this before, but when I wasn't able to work out and my body was having really bad responses because I was having these like PTSD episodes, I developed this fear of working out because I would work out, my heart would beat really fast and I would feel like, oh my God, it's happening again. So I had this memory in my body and I had to reclaim the ability to move. I hired a trainer that was like trauma informed. Shout out to uh, Bettina. I'm going to bring her onto the podcast episode, uh, actually this year. So I had to like get into the habit. So my habit was just walking for 20 minutes, five times a week. And I got into this habit and then it got into this thing where I'm like, I obsessively walked. Like I loved it. I could feel the endorphin rush. Like it just felt so good. When we're exercising, we are literally saying, I want to change my biochemistry. Think about when you take a pill. When you take a pill, you're saying, I want to feel different. Like if you take a medicine, for instance. If you drink a coffee, you're saying, I want to feel different. I want this thing to impact my biochemistry and I want to have a different feeling. 
When you work out, it's just like drinking a coffee or taking a medicine or taking a pill. You actually are saying, I want to feel differently. And if you do it for 20 minutes, you are going to have a different feeling. Your mind clears, your energy changes, and you literally have a different biochemistry going on in your body. That's how powerful you are. So what you're eating, what you're drinking, hydrating, moving and sweating. The other thing is sauna. Sauna is detoxing. Detoxification is so important. So looking at this, looking at how you're pooping. Yes, it's important. Our detox pathways are poop, pee, sweat, tears, breath. That's is why all these things are so important. So all of this really matters. Looking at your supplementation, but understanding that supplements are never going to replace eating well, drinking well, and working out. Like you need a, a combination. And the other thing is sometimes when we're fatigued, there's actually a, a deeper issue going on. So it's really important to go and look, you know, like I shared in my last episode, if you want to go back to the thing that my doctor missed, it was a very popular episode and it's still only a week old. It's one where I share what was missing for me. So knowing what's going on with me, like I'm leaving after this, heading to the wellness thing. I'm going to get an injection of NAD. I'm going to get a B12 methylated injection and I'm going to have a little yummy smoothie. Like these are the things that I'm going to do because I understand from my blood work what is real and unique for me. So rather than just listening to all of the wellness issues and and things that are going on on the internet, get granular, invest in your body because you deserve it, right? And then finally, unplugging more. This is just added into the bottom of all this. Unplugging from socials a bit. If you understood your energy and what it's like to be on social media, to be on the internet, to be on our phone all the time. It's a constant engagement of energy with someone else's energy. It's like constantly playing ball with someone else. Put the ball down, put the phone down, take a break and be with your own energy for a little bit. It will be so clarifying, so clear. It's one thing to educate yourself, but even educating yourself. You don't wanna listen to an educational anything 24 seven all your waking hours because there's no space for you to integrate. There's no space for you to receive. It's no space for you to like be with what's true for you. So the integration, the space is always important. So give yourself some space. So my friends, these are my five reasons. I hope that these help you and support you in some way, shape or form. I would love to hear how it helps. I would love to hear which one of these you're working on. Send me a DM, send me an email. I'd love to hear it. And finally, if you have not done it yet, you can subscribe to the show and it would mean the world to me if you took the time to leave your honest review. Your reviews are going to support this show in growing and reaching more people, but also it supports in the level of person I can bring on to teach and to share and to bring this wisdom and these bigger conversations here for you next year. So if you can take a moment and leave your honest review, it would mean so much. And I've even created a free gift for you right now that if you leave your review, take a screenshot and send that screenshot to support at NicoleSylvester.com, we are going to send you this free gift. It is an activation that helps you embody confidence, self-trust, and really stepping into the person you wanna become. What better time to do that? If you've already left a review, 
I have you covered. I would still love to give you this gift. Just look down in the show notes. What you're going to want to do is just share your favorite episode on Instagram, in your stories, tag me, and I will share it. The other thing is you just send that email over to my team and let them know you've already done it and we will just send you over the gift. So my friends, I thank you for sharing this time with me. Like I said in the beginning, I know that this episode can be a revealing episode for some. If you have a friend that is feeling a little spent, a friend that has shared that she's overwhelmed, or just the woman that you care about, know that this language that I'm speaking and what I shared with you today is speaking from firsthand experience and also from working with a lot of high-performing women working with a lot of women that have big visions, working with women that manage multiple things like running a household with multiple children, having a partner that they're building and deepening their relationship with, and also building a business and bringing things to life. And women that are doing all these things have the same situations like you. We are share more in common than you realize. We are more alike than we are different. That is no, no joke, it's real. So share this with someone you love. And my friend, if you want or need another resource from some of the things I shared here with you, be sure to send me a DM or an email and I will send you my favorite podcast, video, meditation, the things that I have that can support you. I'm sending you so much love and stay tuned because there is a year-end special event that I am hosting And it's different than what I did last year. It is a different energy, a different foundation, a different focus. And I can't wait to open it up and invite you in. So stay tuned for that because it's coming soon. My friends, thank you for listening to the Miracle Minded Podcast. I love you and I will see you soon.